0: My name is Rick Napier, the CEO at Real People USA LLC, located somewhere between Sacramento and San Francisco. Today is we are 32 days before the primaries there in South Florida, and we're talking about the District 25 primary between Republican uh, Ruben Young, Republican congressional candidate, and uh, Carlos Spaulding, who's a nurse and a real estate agent, also running on the Republican ticket. And, uh, you know, this is, like I said, 32 days before the primary. And there are still two days for Democrat voters to switch their their um, party affiliation over to Republican. And you have every reason to do so. Uh, Democrat voters. I don't care what race you are. If you're a Latino, if you're black, if you're Asian, if Asian, if you're Russian, if you're you know white, you know if you're Egyptian, <laughs> you know Arab, you know Jewish. It doesn't matter. Change your affiliation because you know that you have had enough of this crap that the Democrats have have done to this country. Under Let's Go Brandon. We don't use the word. The, the real the five letter word for the president on this on this uh, podcast episode, we just call him Brandon. So today's podcast episode is going to talk about a critical issue that has been uh, unresolved for all this time. And the reason why it's unresolved and what we're talking about is the immigration status of Carla Spaulding and not so much her immigration status, her uh, 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 eligibility to run for Congress so she may be here legally for, for every other thing but when it comes to running for government for federal uh, services uh, there there is a requirement and Ruben's going to talk about that but here's what we know here's what we know I think Ruben will tell you he has asked for her her eligibility status to run for Congress and he has received no response that can be one of two things number the first thing it could be she could be giving Ruben the finger and saying the hell with you Ruben I don't need to share anything with you because my paperwork is legit or the second scenario could be I'm not eligible to run for Congress but until I take the oath of office I don't need to worry about anything because I may be running just to push Ruben out so that so that uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the Democrat who's running in District 25, can just sail into the sunset with a victory. And that is something that we have seen or I have seen for the last four years here in California. And I've seen it in California and in, in Florida where you have these straw men, straw women candidates who run just to push the American first candidate, the person who really wants the job, the person who really can do the job. But, you know, the Democrat uh, opposition knows, oh, we don't want Rubin in there because he might actually beat Debbie. So let's put somebody up in front of him and let's cheat and let's have some election fraud and and let's uh, use things like... uh, the person's uh, aesthetics, their beauty, uh, his or her physical attributes. So voters will say, aha, Aha! I like the way he looks. I like the way she looks. The hell if if the person can can put together a, a sentence and debate and know anything about the Constitution, forget about all that crap. I like the way they look in a size six dress. Or I like the way he looks because his hair looks great. American citizens, South Florida residents, we have had too much of that crap, and that has ruined our country. So that's how I'm going to set up today's podcast interview with Reuben Young. His website is ryoungforcongress.com. Please donate uh, because there are still 32 days left in this primary. Ruben needs to get some signs. He needs to get some more flyers. And for business owners out there, you are at the greatest risk because as we see right now, these Democrats do not like small business owners. They do not like small business owners. And you are the number one target. Parents with children and grandchildren and these children are the second targets. The next target is the police officers. The next targets are the second amendment. And then of course, this is all under the the premise of having election fraud to to destroy uh, our republic so without further delay so without further delay we're going to have a conversation between two southern guys two american born citizens two people ruben born in south florida myself born in tampa hillsborough county used to live in dania beach know the area pretty well take it away ruben good morning uh,
1: good morning Brett. Uh, again, it's always a pleasure coming on to your program, your podcast. Uh, let me do a formal introduction. My name is Ruben Young. I'm a congressional candidate running for Florida New Congressional District 25. I'm taking it on Debbie Watson and a whole lot of other primary candidates uh, to be the first Republican elected to this district. Uh, I want to start just by saying, I want to start by saying, this morning, Rick. I appreciate the question. I appreciate how you start the conversation. It was a very good intro. And there are some questions and concerns, but I'd like to try to also take the apple and just be as delicate as possible because of the fact that we are running to want to see someone who's been in a position for many, 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 many many years I have not done anything for you, have not done anything for me. So let's, let's talk about this Baldy. About a year ago, I was the first person to file uh, for, the, uh, for the position. I filed back in January or the beginning of February. I'm first Republican to file, uh, first Republican to qualify for a petition, and first Republican to get out there and make myself known because I'm very serious about Helping to save America, I'm very serious about, about hitting the ground trying to win a race, not giving Democrats the advantage at all, Rick. So I had wrote Miss Spalding about a year ago, and I had asked her to share her citizenship stamp because I, you know, as a Republican, we are the defenders of of liberty. We are defenders of the Constitution. We don't get a chance to decide what laws we're going to. Uh, uh, adhere to and what laws would are not going to adhere to, so I, I could not reduce the standard. So I had wrote her and I asked her just a simple question. I asked her because I don't want this to be an issue, and because of the information that I came across, telling me that she was a that she was a, uh, a foreign born, and I know according to the citizenship clause in, the, in our constitution, uh, it says that uh, you must be a citizen. To run for Congress, and you also must be a citizen to run for president and vice president. Not only just president and vice president, but it says for that position, uh you must be a natural born citizen. Uh a natural born is the highest form of citizenship you can have in America. I'm a natural born citizen because I have a US birth certificate. I don't have I don't have to file any paperwork to to, to declare my citizenship. So I access fall uh, into this provided me with the documentation since I saw that, uh, especially on her website, the time she had on her website that she was American, when I came across uh, information that told me that that was inconsistent to what she posted or uh, what she was uh, portraying, I began to question, because I didn't want the, deaf, the Democrats or anyone to come uh, behind us and try to Overthrow oh, what we were trying to attempt to do, and that's to take this position from Debbie Washington To finally take this position where she ignored me, uh, she put out other rumors. From what I heard, because I asked that question, but I, that was a legitimate question. I think that anyone is running for one of the highest offices in this country, we must check them. This is why our country is changing. This is why the policies of America is changing. This is why we are being pulled in all different places because. We allow these, these extremists uh, to take hold of our governments, and they're now uh, putting forth the laws and putting forth the policy, and if you have people who are in Congress that are not citizens, then that government becomes become an illegitimate and de facto form of government. And I don't want that. I want, the, I want America to be legitimate. I want the legitimacy of America to be respected, and I want our laws respected, uh, uh, to be uh, respected. So, uh, Ms. Baldwin ignored the request. You know, and I I can say this with proudness I am a proud American, and my party affiliation is Republican because that lines up with my views and my principles. So, I can say that I'm a proud Republican. There's no shame in me. I even tell black Democrats I'm not ashamed of being a black Republican because I know the history and I know that America is not racist. People may be, but America is not, because America is the land that was deemed America. Uh, And the things that came along with that demon of the land, it gave us our place, our rightful place in the world. And so that's why people try to get to America, because of what it stands for. And I can give you the acronyms, A-M-E-R-I-C-A, America means all men everywhere reside in the country that accept differences. So, Rick, to answer your question, um, I began to try to check uh into the citizenship status and uh and the only thing that I've been left with was that she's uh she's foreign born she's not american born and that and that becomes a consider a serious concern because let's say if she get in it all that's something that the Democrats can hold over here, and that's something that the foreign powers would hold over here and that would compromise uh this nation uh, uh 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 defenses and that would compromise the intelligence that is shared with the uh, with the congressional member, and uh,
0: that could be a real problem for us. That's right. That's right. And on and on that note, I mean, uh, as a as a as a person whose whose families on both sides of uh, my mother's side and my father's side are from the Caribbean, uh, father's side of the family is from Haiti, mother's side of the family going back uh, three generations is from Cuba, so so I can understand uh the the you know maybe the the uh the, the desire and perhaps the appeal for someone to say, hey I'm you know like I'm I'm born in a different place. In this case, I believe she's born in Jamaica. I can understand the appeal of gosh I'm in America, gosh I'm I'm uh you know I'm I'm doing I'm doing American things. I'm. 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 I think she served her, served our country too, as a, as a, as a, in the Navy. You know, that's all in good. But when you decide to run for office to make decisions and to and to recommend and vote on laws for our country, that's a different story because that person who is there to, um, you know, make decisions using our Constitution. They must know about our Constitution. They must have a legacy of parents, grandparents, great-grandparents who have all been educated uh, in our Constitution, who have uh, uh, shed blood and tears about the, the bad things and the good things about America. And here we are today in 2022, you and I both know being born in America, my my parents were born in America. You know, my uh, grandparents were born in America. So my great-grandparents, that's where the, the foreign part kicks in. The great-grands, that's where that kicks in at. But, you know, up to the grandparents, we know the blood, sweat, and tears of what it takes to be an American and, and our love for country. And I can't really say that about every foreign-born person who is running for office, let's say if the paperwork is legit, let's say if the paperwork is legit, then I hope, you know, you know, Ms. Falding will say, you know what, I grew up in a Democrat socialist country of Jamaica who they don't have the same type of precedence, they don't have the same type of history of fighting for Uh, our life, liberty and pursuit of happiness, because it's a Democrat socialist country. They run their country like socialists in Democrat in 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 Jamaica. So um, that's my concern is when a person goes to Congress, let's say if 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 Carlos Spaulding goes to Congress, which I don't think is going to happen because Debbie won't let it happen and, and all the stuff that is going on with that. Let's say she makes it to Congress and they say, you know, we have a constitutional crisis and this is what we should do to protect our Constitution. Well, Miss Spalding may not have any background on that. She may take the road of some of these other rhinos and say, oh, no, we have to change that. You know, I know the Constitution is was formed, you know, way back in the day in the seventeen hundreds and stuff, seventeen, you know, eighty six or something, eighty five. But. Times have changed and we need to do something that reflects our current situation. And Brother Rubin, that's when all the crap starts. That's when all the problems happen, when people decide to disregard the Constitution and start writing new laws that that go against the Constitution. What are your thoughts?
1: And so, so, you know, and to be honest with you, that's why we're in the, the mess that we're in today, because we have uninformed people uh, who that, regardless of their background, regardless of their experience, regardless of their knowledge, this is something that they want to do. Which I never knock a person for for from what they want to do, but you always put your best man on the field. I've had over 30 years preparing myself. I've had over 30 years being involved with... Uh, government. I had over 30 years being involved with public service. I've had over 30 years being a community advocate. I had over 30 years running a national organization called Blacks Organized Leadership Development Board. And we was highly engaged with those members of Congress and, and the various uh, uh, presidents to, to seek enforcement for the Economic Opportunity Act and Amendment that was founded by Mrs. Mary Hill. And I didn't see Mrs. Spalding fighting the fights. And then the, the compromise come in, if if there's a vote that has to come to sanctioning uh, her country, or the uh, place she come came from, it would probably be difficult for her to cast that vote, even though that vote may be in the best interest of America. So you don't want to have representatives in office where other foreign nations can have the type of influences that we don't need and they don't need. And America doesn't need. We don't need anybody to feel that they have bills do roles to play. You know, uh, Teddy Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt once said many, many, many years ago, he said that he has no problem I'm paraphrasing. He said that he don't have a problem with the man coming to America because he wants to be a part of the American dream or he want a better life for himself or his family. He said, but when you get to America, he said, you, you, you must roll up your sleeves, you must roll up your pants leg, and you must get in America with both feet. See, so you, can you cannot have one country, one foot in your country and the other foot in America. He said, you got to get both feet in America and become an American. I'm, I'm not what, all the different labels of, of a techness where you came from. But he said, you get in America and you become an American, you work on the best the interests of America. And, and and that's the type of citizenship that I I dream of people having in my district. Wanna sure that uh we do everything that we can to make the best opportunities of citizenship or to help people become citizens if they're not citizens but the but the but the but the but the, but the groundwork must be laid now. We must be begin that conversation now. And all I ask uh Mrs. Farden if she uh, is a, a naturalized citizen, then to show the documents, and then to show proof, and that would put that issue to bear. she have not shown or demonstrated or given any information that would prove otherwise, and I, I'm about betting, even if, I, even if I wasn't running for Congress. That's always been my conversation, because I've, I've been talking about this issue for a very long time, since 2015, when I first became aware, and President Trump came down that that uh, escalator, and then when I began, when he became president, I see all of the different attacks by uh, Omar, and people like that attacking uh, an American president. It brought concerns to my looking into backgrounds. So this is mm-hmm. not a new issue for me. This is an old issue now becoming new, now that I'm running for Congress, and I have not changed. I think that the American people should vet all their candidates, and they should make sure that that's loyalty, it's to the United States of America and no place else, because the Constitution under the citizenship clause is going to protect America from foreign influences. And we must protect America from the foreign influences because we're now trying to save America. We're not trying to put this thing in order when the Republicans take over in November. And we watch as well as praying not allow the Democrats to cheat again. I think that you'll now see some some uh, dramatic citizenship changes, or laws on the books that ensure that we vet every candidate seeking high office. I go by 18 USC611, uh, 18 USC 611. I would encourage everybody to read the, that federal law that's already on the books. This is nothing new. this is not a new conversation. This is an old conversation becoming
0: new because we're being closer and closer to the primary. That's right. That's right. And I want to go go back to uh, something you mentioned about loyalties to the United States uh, when a person is not born in the United States, but is in the position to impact the United States. When I was serving in a combat unit, it was always a concern to me that if I'm working next to someone who is not uh, American born, but they're wearing the uniform, my question was always deep in the back of my mind. Can I trust this person? And, you know, America has uh, different uh, ways of of issuing security clearances. I had a top secret security clearance with with several classifications. And uh, so when I got that top secret security clearance, uh, I I knew for sure that that uh, the people investigating my background knew exactly who I was and how I thought. So I'm, if I'm working next to someone, I'm giving I'm giving people an examples of of fellow service people who have served in Iraq and Afghanistan, and they're they're working next to someone, and the person is not an American, but they they're 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 working in a capacity to support America, then all of a sudden something goes wrong, where that person says, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm working in support of America, but all of a sudden I love my country better, and. You know, a lot of times there were just some bad things happening, happening when people decided that their country uh, at that particular moment in time takes priority over the American, you know, mission. And that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about uh, the American mission, the, the 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 mission to keep our republic, the mission to have life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. And we don't want anybody, him and hawn. When it comes to, uh, to making a vote to protect American interests, we don't want someone saying, you know what? That sounds good. <clears throat> that sounds good. But this will impact my place of birth, my country of birth. So therefore, I am not doing it. And, and, and that's a problem, man. And, here, and here's the other thing. And, and you you talked about this before. You know, with this uh, with this uh, Ilhan Omar type stuff and, and other people like her, you know, money starts flowing to people. Money starts flowing when, when people uh, are foreign born and all of a sudden, um, you know, there's an interest that pops up. And all of a sudden that person is from another country. And all of a sudden there are lobbyists that says, hey, you know what, uh, you know, we need this foreign interest to take priority. And you are a foreign-born person serving uh, or working in the United States government and Congress. Uh, we need you to do your part. We need you to to, to to represent. And we just can't have that, Ruben. Your thoughts.
1: Well, Let, 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 let me get, get back in here. So, so let's look at this. One of the things, uh, we have a lot of
0: people serving in our military
1: that was not born here. And they've done, they're doing an excellent job because they're of their commitment and their dedication. Uh, to the mission, and I think a lot of people are mission-driven, mission-oriented. There's nothing wrong with uh, individuals serving in our military for for the reason is Our military is is not supposed to be political. It's not a political organization. Uh, So so those individuals who serve, whether they're born here or not, uh, they can serve in our military, and I I thank those uh, individuals who who are uh, in our armed forces who serve. But, the, but, but what, what it boils down to, one of the things when you, if you're from another place, you're not a citizen of the United States, but you're serving our military, that doesn't give you automatic citizenship. What it does is allow you priority. It, it takes you from the back of the line, and it puts you in front of the line because you have, you did serve. Uh, you served, and you, and you took an oath to protect and defend. You took a constitutional oath like. I would have to take one like you taking taken one, like we've taken one when we was in the military, like Ms. Paul taking an oath, uh, and that's okay. I don't, I don't I make, I don't, I don't make that an issue. I, what I make an issue is, although uh, you may believe or think that because of the military that automatically give you citizenship, if you go back and you read those INS laws, uh, you know, it, it doesn't support that thinking, it doesn't support what you believe because I go by what's on paper and if that's something that is in contradiction or in conflict, you know, then we, we look to see if we can make it better or bring forth more clarification as to the intent or the intentions of the law. But so we're now talking and making a discussion because of the fact that uh in our proper then that's a concern. And, it, it, it my, and it's not my concern alone, because I I read the reports, I watch the news, I, I, I keep my eyes glued on uh, Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, and all those various that re, that's reporting the news, uh, that, that's getting the information out. That's a big concern of a lot of Americans. Uh, and we're talking about border security, and we're talking about the invasion. And we're talking about the greater impact of our economy going into a recession, because the supply and the demand is not there because of the of the population base now. Uh, we have more people in this country than it can hold. So people are now, this this is now becoming a a, a kitchen conversation. And I think that in the mainstream, if Mrs. Spalding wants to be secure in the role that she's trying to play, that she just needs to provide the American people with the proof that they need to ensure that when she, you know, if if the win lose a draw, if everything falls down, come down to the to the uh, to the iota, there, there, That that's somebody that this this country can trust in looking out for the best interest of America. And I'm not saying she won't, but I I know that it would make me feel comfortable uh, in having proof that um, I I have someone or we have somebody that will look out. Look out for America, and not be compromised. Like, like you said in your illustration, we're getting a phone call. Uh, we need you to provide this information, or we need you to give us this information, and you owe this because you you're from here. So we got enemies within, and we need to now uh, start focusing on getting those enemies within out, because we don't need our, our secrets and our our information being compromised. You see how this, what's going on now? All this leaking. They just leaked a decision from the Supreme Court prematurely. Uh, they leak a lot of information from the Trump administration. They've been leaking information out from the Congress. We don't know who's doing that. But in order to put the type of safeguards that we need in place, uh, you know, even if we're, if we're wrong, we're right. That's a street terminology when I lived in the streets because of the, the, the situation that I had to deal with in the streets. If, if I'm wrong, I'm right. And if I'm right, I'm right. That's the banking that's the thing when you're out there trying to survive. And we're now, America is now in survival mode. And we need to now bring some street fighters to the forefront and show America, or show our part uh, how to fight and fight to win, not just fight to fight, but fight to win. And I'm in it to win it. I'm not here to be cute or not. I'm here to win and win big for America.
0: That's right. And, and uh, we, t- we had this conversation about a couple of weeks ago. You know, people and there and there's and there are people that are running because they were asked to run and and, and and face it, there's a lot of money in running for office for some people, not in your case, because you're a grassroots candidate. Uh, you have not raised a million dollars and uh, you have not spent a million dollars. And here's the deal about about uh, about that, since we're on that, that subject of of uh, just how people get to where they are you know, if, if you raise a million dollars and now you have, well, I don't know, $20,000 left, what happened to the $980,000? <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just a math formula to me. Um, so that's always been a question, but you mentioned foreign, foreign interests. Here in California, uh, California was, and the government was so uh, open to have a lot of Chinese people you know, look at our our, our aircraft uh, engineering designs and other type of electronic designs, and I'm going back 20 years down in Southern California, and the next thing we know, our electronic designs, our secret uh, missile information is in the hands of China. That's because we trusted uh, Chinese individuals uh, claiming to be scientists, claiming to be, you know, you know, college students graduating with engineering degrees and, and working, uh, you know, close uh, with with their eyeballs on our best kept you know military secrets, to now have our military secrets sitting over in a in a Chinese aircraft or a Chinese submarine. So this is what I'm talking about. When you when someone is is foreign born, and they become a, they become a decision maker for our country. We don't need to ha- we don't need to be concerned, or we don't need to have concerns that their their foreign part of their of their of their DNA will kick in and say, "Yeah, I would love for my country to to know about this, even though they shouldn't," because you sign a lot of uh, non disclosure agreements and a lot of documents that say you will protect uh, the Constitution, you will protect and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And if that person and here's the part that the foreign part comes in, if that person is not a seasoned American to know our history, to know not just the the good, but the bad and how we return bad into good. If that person is not there and they're walking in kind of green. Yeah, I'm a congressperson. I'm a congresswoman. And they get into that mix of. You know of, of the of the HR managers, Mitch McConnell and 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 uh, Nancy Pelosi, and they say, and, and an example, this is just an example. Carla, forget about all the things that you wanted to do uh, when you campaigned. You will do exactly what we tell you to do, and if you don't, we're going to give you a one hundred foot square office like a closet where you can sit in and not have any assignments. In, in 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 this you know forty eighth congressional you know uh uh party or congressional you know uh standing so that's the fear so a lot of people when they go to congress they they wanna they want to they initially want to do the things that they want to do but if you're not if you're not trained if you're not um the the the, the American way of life and in our our history is not ingrained in your soul you know that Nancy Pelosi or Mitch McConnell will say, you know, Carla, I want you to vote this way on this issue. It's not gonna be good for the country, but it's 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 gonna work out in the long term. See, I know Ruben, you wouldn't do that. And there's a few there's a handful of candidates that refuse to to kiss the ring. And that's why we need to be very concerned to send someone who is not a seasoned American who will kiss the ring. I'm
1: not. Yeah,
0: you, 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 you got that right.
1: I, I'm not going to do that because I have, I have standing. I'm, I'm an American. I can't. I will not allow anybody to take away my legal standing and my duty. I, I like to always portray the part of that non citizenship, uh, non citizens. Uh, you know, the Constitution provides that if you are a naturalized citizen, and you've been here seven years consistently without any break in uh, in uh, citizenship, like you didn't go over to your uh, to another country, and you spend three, four months. That's a break, That's a breaking point. But if you've been seven years of continuous uh, residency or citizenship, I have no issue with that. I want to encourage uh, people from other places. If, if they love our country that much and they want to serve in our uh, government, then they must give the United States jurisdiction. Uh, the Constitution says the United States cannot govern citizenship unless it has jurisdiction over citizenship. So, so that, that that's beyond the question. The question and the issues that I think that we are we are harping on, or we're raising today, are, is is on the basis of non citizenship. That's a big table a kitchen a kitchen table concern. I've heard it. You've heard it. A lot of the Americans are saying it, and they say, and they saying it loudly. Uh, I hear what Tucker Carlson is saying, I hear what Sean Hannity is saying, I hear what John Bench is saying, you know, Bill Clinton and Obama and all these other people and, and, and Biden, they play with the citizenship of the of, of people coming here and knowing for the fact that that was an awesome problem. Even in the 1965 uh, Immigration Act, they didn't know that we're going to have this type of impact, starting to play with this foreign uh, interests for the sake of them voting, coming here, joining the Democratic Party to vote for them. President Trump laid it out, what they're doing, and they're doing it right before our eyes. And so how do we curtail that? How do we... Get that back under control. When well, we get that back under control, especially within the high, one of the highest offices of the land, we get that back in control by vetting the candidates that's running to ensure that they have American interests, to ensure that uh, they are citizens of the United States, and to ensure when they take that oath, they take that oath for the purpose of, of protecting and defending the United States Constitution, and and, and vehemently defending the United States Council. So you're right in one aspect. I would never do that. I ran and got on this ballot by petitions because I've had enough. I'm a grassroots candidate saying that we must do something today to save America for our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren because we are only here for a little while. So we must do as much as we can while we are here. And and I'm going to do my part. I'm going to encourage everyone else, Rick your listening audience to do their part in making sure that we work and on the best behalf of the United States of America. That's what I'm talking about. That's where I am right now.
0: Yeah and I appreciate that. I appreciate that those comments and clarification. And I just got uh two uh small points to make and then you can close us out. Okay, so um you know there's a lot of consulting groups out there, you know, pushing candidates and, and they're, te- they're keeping score like, OK, yes, we got one in. Oh, no, this one didn't make it. And it's not about that. It's not about, you know, we're not playing we're not playing professional sports to see how many people we can get in. We're trying to get the best people in. And for people who are running and they're trying to say, well, well, you know, running for Congress and making it's going to be a status symbol. Because then I can go on you know Fox News and I can go on TV and and I can look good and look pretty and have, have my hair done uh, right and and, and, uh, and, and and talk about some talking points and and things like that at the same time, listening to Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi you know uh, 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 drive the narrative, because people need to understand these congressional people, they are employees. Most of them act like employees. There's only a few out there, and I know one for sure, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she don't act like an employee when she goes to Congress. She speaks her mind and things that she disagrees with because they are wrong. She comes out and talks about it. And see, and I just don't see, uh, I'm sorry to say this, I don't see Carlos Spaulding being an independent thinker and and fighting for the, the Constitution because I have not seen her hardly do anything in public. I've seen some Facebook videos. It was up, and then it was down, because it wasn't a good, <laughs> It honestly, it wasn't a good conversational speech. She did. So I'm just not comfortable sending someone to Congress who just wants to be a placeholder candidate, who just want to say, yes, yes, I made it. The balloons drop, the, the confetti drops, and this person becomes a status symbol, a person on Twitter with a blue check mark. That does not do it for me. I'd rather see you go to Congress because I know you are a fighter, Ruben. I've seen you fight since. I mean, you you have a 30 year track record of fighting, but I've known you for almost two years and you have been fighting every single day. Just the last last thing I want to say, just recently you had a person of foreign interest. Try, trying to infiltrate your campaign, and we find out that this person is connected to Il- Ilhan Omar, Omar, AOC. Omar, yeah. Ilhan Omar. Mm-hmm. and AOC. Yeah. This person tried to infiltrate your campaign and said, for the most yes, part, oh, I got money. You need money. I'll give you money. But because we vetted this person, just like you're vetting Carlos Spalding, This person did not get access to you. So please listen. If you're listening to this episode, Ruben has had at least 10 attempts to infiltrate his campaign by foreign interests, special interests or people portraying themselves to be lovers of America. And, and, And they were not. Please close us out. All right, so let's go back to what you're saying, Rick. This is Ruben Young. I'm a
1: candidate I'm picking on uh, Florida New Congressional District 25, where well, there's no incumbent. There's no incumbent that right? There's an open seat, and I want to be the first Republican to serve uh, the, 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 that district. Foreign interests, being able to, as a candidate, you know, I've seen a lot of Democratic candidates raise over a million dollars, and you, we have a lot of our Republican candidates struggling to raise one dollar. I know a lot of Republicans, like myself, who the, the power to be have not uh, give, uh, given any money, because they're betting us. They're trying to get to know us. They're trying to understand our determination and our commitment, our reason for running. But when you have a candidate that's a Republican candidate that can raise over million and a million dollars, and a lot of that money comes from out of the district, outside the district, not coming from inside the district, raising a million dollars, like i looked at Carlos Spalding campaign reports raising over a million and, uh, $1,300,000. That's unheard of, especially in a, in a bad economy, an economy that was hit by a pandemic, uh, a China, uh, China virus, like President Trump said, was hit by that type of uh, uh, hit by that type of, uh, 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 of biological warfare. Economy is bad. Everything is high. We're in a recession. But you're able to raise that kind of money. It, really, it leaves questions in my mind. Then... They have that money and don't have, hire anybody within the district. The district is struggling. A lot of the businesses are struggling. A lot of the people are unemployed, need work, need jobs. And they, but you hire outside people, outside consultants, because you may, maybe you don't think that the people within the, within the district is capable of running a congressional campaign where there's, there's campaign laws that govern spending limits So you know those things we have to review, but that's a real concern when uh, an individual, like you said, that don't take a position. I've been out there 30 years. I've never seen this individual stand up and speak out on anything. I'm a fighter. Everything I've done in my life, whether it's been a a union advocate, whether it's being a child advocate in the Florida course with the Guardian Lighting Program, working. And defending the rights of children in the court that's been abused and neglected, I have that background. Being a part of a community organizations, being on the front line in protest margins. I even went to Selma. I'm on the, in the video in 2010. You see me on the on the steps of the Brown Chapel Church where Dr. King stood. I'm there. If you look at those pictures of the people who got, that that uh, that were standing up on that uh, Day of Jubilee. 2010, you'll see moving young. I posted pictures. So I've I've been there. I've been working and fighting for the rights of people all my life. I did the same thing, Rick, when I was in the Florida House of Representatives. I helped draft the bills. I helped resolve the complaints. I helped put forth the money concerns that the district needed. And and I gave information of where the resources were within the district. I I made it my, my job. I went around with the state representative. I did that twice. I did that back in 1990 and learned, uh, learned the process. I was there when he first did the redistricting back in that day when Jim Burke was the state rep. I was there with this Jim Burke, and he, he was a very smart state representative. Then I came back again in 2018 and was with, uh, with another state rep named uh, James Bush III, ran his office as his district manager. See, I, I, I don't I don't need no training wheels, Rick. I <laughs> hit the ground running on day one because I served in that position uh, to oversee and to fulfill the needs of that district. i got a paralegal background, so I understand how to draft a bill up, and I know how to take it to our, our analysis and, and allow them to, to put and coach the language that the bill needs to have within it so we can make it a good bill in the best interest of the state. I understand that you must work with the committee. This is not about Democrats or Republicans. And everything that you do, uh, people don't have the, the concern to make sure that the people are being served. What well, I'm going to do that. So I don't need to be trained. I don't need to bring all these people in my office and then allow them to do the work for me while I draw a paycheck. I'm going to be actively engaged. I'm going to be a 24-7, 24 hours a day U.S. representative because that district is damaged. The businesses are damaged. The people are in dismay. They're hurt. They're pain. They're disappointed. And they can feel abandoned and left alone. We need to do something about that. I'm going to do that. So you put your best man on the field. When they count me out, I count myself in. So Rick, 99% of all shots missed are the ones you don't take. I'm telling you, America, take your shot and take your shot with me. Vote for me on August the 23rd. Give me a chance to go up there and make a difference because I'm going there to make you proud because I am no sell out.
0: That's right. And for people that want to look up uh, Carlos Spalding's Uh, donations and expenditures, it's very easy to find. Just go to fec.gov, and that's the Federal Election Commission. That's fec.gov, and just look up her name and look up, you know, 2022 expenditures, and uh, here's a side note. Now, I I think I've only went there once, but I know Ruben's been there many, many times, but if you start seeing things like LLC, 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 and you know, it's just like, like like these these names and things. Uh, you know, you don't see things that you recognize, and you see these companies are out of state or out of the district. That's just something for you to uh, like 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 the old saying: things that make you go, "Hmm." You know, <laughs> my name is Rick Napier, the CEO at Real People USA LLC, located in California. Uh, please vote for Ruben Young, R. Young for Congress. dot com, and at this point. If you are interested and you're going to vote for for Ruben Young, sign up on his website and tell 30 of your friends. We're reaching out to business owners as we speak. So you tell 30 of your friends, those 30, tell 30 of their friends. All of a sudden, we're, we're, you know, five or six iterations down the road. We're up to, you know, 58000 people that that are going to vote for Ruben Young. And then next week, it's it's like 200000 people. So we can do this. My website is rpusa.org, direct telephone number is 726 take care and make it a great day, and Ruben, will talk wait, wait, later wait, one on. One
1: more thing, Rick, join join, uh, uh, walk away from the Democratic Party, join the Republican Party, and help us fight to save this country.